Come on. Strong, the powerful Cody Barbo has returned to Lifeblood. Welcome back, Cody. Hey, what's up, George? Thanks for having me. Excited to have you back on. Cody is the founder and CEO at Trust and Will. They're an organization disrupting the trust and estate planning world with an easy, fast, and secure way to set up your estate plan online. Again, excited to have you back on. Cody, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do yeah. what you do. Yeah, I love this. My, my favorite story to tell. Uh, <laughs> I born and raised in Orange County. I've been in San Diego now for the last 15 years, so about half my life. Came down for school, and I've, I've only known entrepreneurship. This is my third startup, second venture-backed business. But got into estate planning a bit out of personal need. My, my wife and I got married in late 2017, and we wanted to feel like responsible, accomplished adults and get <laughs> life insurance and have a financial advisor and we had to file taxes together. That was an uncomfortable and awkward conversation to have. <laughs> How much do we make? How much do we spend? And uh, Will became a part of this kind of like four-step process into adulting. I called it the adulting conversation. <laughs> if we're going to spend the rest of our life together, we should probably talk about these things. So yeah, with the Will, uh, I remember getting a couple quotes from attorneys for an estate plan. Most attorneys don't want you to do a Will. They want you to set up a trust and getting quotes for three to $5,000 at 28 was just bonkers to me. And I remember having a conversation with um, my, my friends and still friends, but now co-founders three and a half years later, four years later, Daniel and Brian about this. And they're same life stage now. We're all married with kids of our own. But it just was ridiculous that even our most successful, savvy parent friends, all of us in our 30s now, didn't have an estate plan. Knew they should have one if they had kids, but didn't have one most of the time. Then we talked to our parents, all in their 60s and 70s. Most of them did not have an estate plan. Some of them did, and those that did did not talk to it <laughs> to their kids, us, about it, and they're not getting any younger. So it really just sparked this interest in the trust and estate landscape. So for a couple months in late 2017, we realized, wow, this is something that affects every living adult. If you have children, own a home, have assets, that inevitably you'll die at some point, and you'll have to go through this process of a trust settlement or probate, and it's really rough. And most families aren't prepared. The estate plan's either out of date or it doesn't exist at all. And we felt like we could do something really noble in helping families make this uh, an easier process, a more affordable process, and do it way earlier in your journey in life, which is like getting married and having kids and buying your first home, not when you're like over the hill on your deathbed or never doing it at all. So we went for it. And the last four years has just been a, a wonderful journey. We've raised $23 million in venture capital. We've grown our, our membership from no people, as literally us, as the guinea pigs, to test our product to over 260,000 families that have trusted us wow. to start their estate plan in all 50 states. We have 50 people on the team. We went from five in the co-working space to now over 50 people across the country. We have 10 states where people or team members are represented now. And almost everybody has either, well, everyone is a son or a daughter, but most of us are getting married, having kids, buying our first home. Uh, up until our most recent hires, 100% of our team has a trustable estate plan. So we very much have embodied the products that we build in our own personal lives and reciprocate that into everything that we do. And it's been really wonderful to see but such wonderful five-star customer reviews come through. And it makes us proud. It makes us proud of the work that we do knowing that we're serving families. Yeah, and and for good reason. So congratulations on the success. We spoke um, a year and maybe three, four months ago, and obviously 
pre-pandemic, so much. I mean, basically yeah. right at the start, we're 16 people in a co-working space hmm. all, all here in San Diego. What a year. Yeah. Crazy. Awesome. Super exciting. So you got to be thrilled with the impact and that, that, that you're employing people who are similar, have, having similar experiences with you and using the product and, 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 and being happy with it. So as you've experienced this crazy, just call it 15 months, what's, what's, right. what's sort of top of mind moving forward? Yeah, well, I think the reality of, of death, as much as it's uncomfortable to talk about, was brought to light by the pandemic. I mean, we had the months of, of March, April, May were really scary for everybody around the world, for us and our personal lives. And, you know, we didn't want to necessarily just take advantage of a dark situation. We kind of kept business as usual, still maintained great customer support, delivered great product at an affordable price point. But it, it brought up an opportunity that we thought was noble at the time, which is uh, last year we, we gave away free wills to healthcare workers and teachers, gave out about 11,000 estate plans. Wow. And it felt like the right thing to do. We got a lot of us who have healthcare professionals that we're married to, myself, or others close to the team, and a lot of family and friends that are teachers that were having to go back to school last fall for the first time in this really scary time, this pre-vaccine, not knowing what they'd be subject to or what their families would be subject to. And that was, I think, a big awakening. It was like a, what would have been like, I call it a year or two of research and development as a company was accelerated in three to six months. And we ended up going out to market to raise 15 million in venture capital last fall. That's what allowed us to scale the team from 16, 17 now to over 50 and grow our products. We have a product now for financial advisors that we have about 3,000 that are using it to refer to their clients since most financial advisors don't have an estate plan yet they talk about it. So getting them confident and educated as much as their clients has been a big win. And more than that, I think it just gave us clarity about what the opportunity is here. Like we have a generational opportunity here to build a public company. So if we go heads down focus for the next three years, we'll raise more capital, drive better uh, experience for our customers, work with better partners. The, the field is in front of us. It's just our job to execute in order to get there. What do you see as, as, as challenges and the opportunities there? Yeah, I mean, we're in a really tough business. As, as much success as we've had, we're still, you know, without calling them death documents, these are death documents. That's why it's called life insurance, not sure. death insurance. And, you know, it's, it's people having to think through their own mortality as uncomfortable as it is. That's why we try and lead with great brand, great educational content. But you, you do this as an act of love. It's something that you do selflessly, not selfishly, because what do you care if you're dead? But for your family, your loved ones, those who do receive assets or who can make decisions on their behalf, it really does make their lives easier. So I think that the, the challenge forever will be continuing to build trust with consumers and getting over the hump of procrastination more than anything. So luckily we got great email remarketing and social media marketing and we're doing national brand campaigns with TV commercials, radio podcasts to really put our brand out there so people know us and can trust us. But we got to help them get through the process. It's not just signing up. You got to get to a complete estate plan. You got to sign it, notarize it, have it witnessed. And if you have a trust, you got to fund it. And there's a lot of opportunity for us to build better products, market better, and to deliver better customer experience. So that's a challenge, but also the exciting opportunity we're taking on. Yeah, totally agree. You get to try yeah. to figure out how to how to close that behavior gap of knowing this is something that I ought to be doing, but you know what? I'll probably just <laughs> do it tomorrow. Yeah, it's kind of like I, I joke, I, I lightly joke about this, but I'm a little serious when I'm on call. So we do big calls with investors and partners and financial services and insurance. 
I always pull the room. If it's one person or if it's 10 people, it doesn't matter how many. Hey, how many of you have an estate plan? You see some hands go up. And I'm like, okay, first, well, if you have one, where is it? And that question usually makes people uncomfortable mm. because they have this oh shit moment. Where is it? Oh my gosh, <laughs> is it in the office, the garage, the attic? Is it at the bank? I think it's at the bank. Or if my spouse did it, where did they put it? So there's that. The second question I usually ask somebody who's done it is when, when did you do it? When did you create it? Or when was the last time it was updated? And most people are like, oh, when my kids are born. I'm like, how old are your kids? They're like, oh, 15 and 21. And I'm like, have things changed? Your kids are now adults. You maybe have moved states. You've downsized. You bought a new home. All these things, right? So updating the estate plan, trying to lead into the people that have had this process or gone through this process offline. And then for those who haven't, it's not to, to poke fun at them. It's like, hey, if you're a parent specifically or if you're a homeowner and a parent, this shouldn't be something that you push off and be intimidated by or are turned off because of the cost of an attorney. We really look at that as an opportunity to try and educate, tell them about the easy uh, experience that we've built, the five-star customer support, and the price point that's, you know, uh, 89 and, and 159 for our will, and then four and $500 for the trust, which is still pricey for some families, but far, far cheaper than the attorney model. And we've seen almost no pushback on our price point, which is great. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 certainly incredible value. Do you have a? I'm, I'm I'm sure that you know, and you certainly don't need to tell me if 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 that's not public information. What 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 is the average age of people that are that that, that are engaging with you? Yeah, it's uh, kind of a broad mix. I, it always surprises us to see um, customer demographics. I mean, like broadly speaking, ages range from 18 to 92. I don't know what 18 year olds are signing up wills, but they're they're out there. Uh, majority of our demo is uh, 30 to 55 married with children, typically a homeowner. That's our biggest bucket of customers. Second would be 55 plus. Um, and, and they're setting it up for different reasons. Somebody who's younger is thinking about the growth of their family, growth of their wealth, and more. And then somebody who's 55 plus is thinking about their final decades, kind of that fourth season of life. They're thinking more about the health decisions. Like if something happens to me or my partner, I'm going in for a surgery who can come in and make decisions on my behalf or my children, my adult children equipped that when my time eventually comes that they're well prepared for this. And we're really proud that we have partnerships that support both of those demographics. Some of our biggest partners on the mass market side would be Fifth Third Bank, one of the largest banks in the country, Northwestern Mutual. And then we have on the 55 plus side, we are the exclusive provider of estate planning for AARP as of last month. And are really proud to be able to serve their 38 million members with an easy and affordable solution. Yeah, that's that's an incredible thing, right there. Those are obviously wonderful companies and wonderful organizations. So very, very cool to have successfully put those deals together, and then to obviously be be able to have such a profound impact on on all the folks that are working with those organizations as well. I was on your site earlier today, yeah. and uh, I thought it was really cool that there is a section that says it talks about get an estate plan done for your kids, your grandkids. And I thought, oh, you know what? People that are actually in this mode of doing the planning, what a great thing to to suggest to them to help uh, folks that they love that maybe procrastinate get moving on that. Yes, I mean, education, right? I'll go back to education. We have on our website, trustable.com. If you click at the top, we have our blog, Learn Center. We have so much content. We have a team of expert writers that are putting together the most entry level of content, which is, hey, what is an estate plan? What's the difference between a trust or a will? All the way through very complex types of trust, digital assets, cryptocurrency, 
we go deep into wormholes and rabbit holes uh, at Trustimo on the content side. But it's helpful because people are thinking through their estate through so many different lenses and frames of mind that we've tried to go above and beyond in putting out as much content as we have the resources to create, which is good. Yeah, yeah, there's no doubt about it. You name it, yeah. all, all those different new and, 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 and it's always changing. I mean, thinking about how to handle crypto assets, cryptocurrency, all of that, and how that fits into a state plan and an asset protection plan uh, that, 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 yeah. that is always moving. Yeah, digital assets. I mean, you, you got to remind yourself, like every single one of us has digital assets or digital legacy. So at the highest level, email, photos, usernames, passwords, and on a more nuanced level, you know, crypto NFTs are a little more trendy. Um, but I, I'd say for almost majority of Americans, none of them with their attorneys are calling this stuff out in the estate plan. And just to be able to call it out briefly in trust and mold experience is more helpful than anything. You've seen some bigger companies, Apple, Google, Facebook adopt a digital legacy functionality. So you might have actually seen this for you or your listeners, a Facebook friend who's passed, their page might be memorialized. So deep in the Facebook settings, you can actually appoint people that can take over control of your state, your, uh, your Facebook account and shut it down and delete it or to memorialize it. And then with Gmail, there's like a, I call it the digital uh, dead man switch where you can turn the digital keys and, and friends or loved ones can gain access to your email after three months of inactivity. And then Apple in their recent developers conference just announced in the new iOS 15, which comes out next month, I think, that there's like a digital legacy feature, which is great. It's really important to see big companies adopt this to make it easier for family members to kind of shut things down or to move, move digital assets on. Just talk about stuff that you just don't think about very often, but things that are so that that can be so cumbersome to loved ones. Cleaning up, uh, just thinking about me. You know, if I were to pass away, would anybody have any idea about all the stuff that 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 I've got, just passwords <laughs> yeah. on, and just working on, and 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 and, and my goodness. Um, so, and that's all stuff that 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 is part of the estate planning process. A little bit. We have, so we're recording this, this podcast today, end of August here, with Trustimol through the month of September, October through the end of the year. We have some pretty big product updates coming to market, which we haven't announced yet, but a little preview will be through the lens of digital assets and accounting for all of these things that we have in our lives that are just spread out everywhere. They're either in your email inbox, they're in a Dropbox or Google Drive folder, they're in the filing cabinet, or they're lost. And our, our objective is we want to help families catalog, collect, and sync as much of this in one place securely as possible so that when something does happen that loved ones have access to make effective decisions. Yeah, I appreciate that. So you've been, uh, you, you, you are an entrepreneur, and now this is, I think, your third company? Yeah, third time around. Uh, my hairline is starting to go. And here's in. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, a few gray hairs and a hairline that's starting to trend backwards. Yeah. Do you think that that's entrepreneurship or or a baby? Okay. Now it's baby for sure. <laughs> Dad, lack of lack of sleep the first year for sure crushed me more than the company. I'm used to entrepreneurship, baby. Sure. Dad life, I'm still new. Yeah, yeah. I totally get yeah. it. So, uh, I mean. How how do you think about and and manage shiny object syndrome? Because I'm sure you get pitched a thousand different opportunities to to collaborate yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, it's it's been really hard for me. I've I've learned to say no. I've been coached to say no more often. Um, but I also, as I've gotten a little bit older, and especially with where 
where the company's at right now. Like we have, we have a really great business today and want to continue to build a really great business. And if I get shiny object syndrome as a founder, my co-founders now, we all, we all deal with this, but if we get too much shiny object syndrome, all of that goes away. Less time spent on family, less time spent on the core business and less time spent with close friends and family. And when I look back, at least at this chapter of my life, at least, you know, what the next five to 10 years could hold, I want this chapter to be celebrated or me to celebrate my own chapter of 30 to 40 as being a great husband, father, and leader to trust and roll and not to have been distracted by all the shiny objects and opportunities that come up in our lives, especially in the digital world. So I say no to a lot of stuff. Um, I, where I do make time, I'm involved with my uh, university. So I've been on the alumni board at San Diego State for going on four years now. I get a lot of purpose out of that. Um, it's really just a great organization to be involved in. And then I'm also on my National Fraternities Foundation Board, which I was a student leader with the fraternity. I was a chapter president, and then I was student body president my senior year at SDSU. So those, those experiences, I think, shaped me so much as an entrepreneur, and it's given me time to want to commit back to these organizations on a board level. And then hopefully in the future, I'll have the financial, the financial means to really support new initiatives and opportunities that I, I think will be valuable. But Outside of that, I, I really try and guard my calendar. Um, I'm not an 80-hour workweek person. I, I very much work, you know, generally 8 to 5. I try not to work on nights and weekends, although sometimes I have to pop in to the inbox. Um, but I want to be present. I want to be present in my team's life during the work week and my family's life in the evenings and weekends. And hopefully that, that allows me to have a freedom later in life that, um, you know, most people don't have today. I love it. I respect and appreciate how thoughtful that you are and appreciate you sharing that with us. Cody, the people are ready for that. People are ready for your difference making tip. What do you have? Uh, yeah. Uh, get more sleep. I know that's easier said than done. I did not prioritize my sleep really much at all until we started to see some success with trust and mall. And when I say prioritize sleep, I mean, for me, I can function pretty well off seven hours. I don't need eight hours, although preferred, but getting, getting a good night's rest, allows me to wake up. I'm a weird early riser now at 5 a.m. I used to be a sleep-in person, but I wake up at 5 a.m. I work out in the morning every day in the garage. I get working by 8 o'clock. The nanny gets here to watch the baby. And I'm really proud of the work that I get to do every day, the people I get to work with. And being able to turn off my work brain at 5 o'clock and be a dad and a husband and to not feel so fatigued from the day or the lack of sleep the night before. So if, if you just need a simple reminder, get more sleep or get a new mattress, so it's pretty life-changing for us. Uh, without plugging any brands, just just so powerful to lead a happier and healthier life. Well, I think that that is great stuff. That definitely gets come on, come on. I can't agree with that yeah. enough. I am a uh, I, I need a certain number of hours of sleep, and uh, so yep, totally agree. Well, Cody, thank you so much for coming back on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage with you and trust and will? Yeah, so trustandwill.com is our website, just like you just like you say it. Uh, quick find on Google, we should be the, the first search result. And then for me personally, at Cody Barbo on Twitter, Instagram, all the social handles. Um, I'm very friendly and open, so if you heard me on the podcast, feel free to give me a follow and a shout-out, and uh, I'll follow you back. So thank you. Love it. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Cody your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to trustandwill.com and take advantage of the great resources they've got on the site. Find Cody on Twitter and Instagram. I'll list all those in the notes of the show. Thanks again, Cody. Thanks, George. Thanks, everyone. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight as we are all in this together.